0: Hello and welcome to episode 65 of The Brand Lounge, the place for unfiltered conversations on big topics for small businesses. I'm Tammy Heels, founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand and marketing consultant, and I help service-based businesses to define and grow their brand and business. And today I am delighted to be joined by Chloe Slade, manifestation teacher at her business Vibe & Flow. Thank you so much for joining me today, Chloe.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and have a
0: chat. I'm really, really keen for this conversation. I think it is going to be so full of value. So let's get cracking. So listeners today, Chloe and I are going to be talking about the power of practice. Um, I often feel that in business and in life, we tend to feel like we have to take these big, chunky actions or set these big, chunky goals in order to speed up our path to success or achievement. But actually, that can feel quite overwhelming and almost get in your way more than help. But when you slow things down and implement little steps consistently, that's where the real magic can happen. And that's what we're going to be exploring more about today. So, Chloe, I love to start each of these episodes by taking things right the way back to basics. So, we're all on the same page. So, could you share a little bit about what the power of practice means to you?
1: Yeah, I think it's such a good question because I am a big, I, I call them power ups, so very similar to the power of practice. Um, and essentially, it's the small, tiny things that are just going to up level your life. So, for me, the power of practice is putting the power back into you and doing it in a way that feels good, but it's also natural. You know, it's not this massive leap, it's this natural progression. So, for me, that's what it means. And I think there's so much beauty in that because it is all about the journey. And I don't think it's about, you know, one end result or Goal is about the evolution and and enjoying the process too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that so often we're focused on the end goal or we're so caught up with trying to chase the next thing that we do get lost on that journey in between.
1: Yeah, and I think that's it's it's kind of sad in a way because I think it's the way society is today is, you know, very fast paced, you know, even dating or food or, you know, Amazon, you can get everything very quickly. And there's lots of pros to that. But also, I think we expect you know other things to come together in the same way and obviously it's just not physically possible so I think there is a lot of beauty when you bring it back to those with power of the practice.
0: Yeah absolutely and I think that living in that instant gratification world like I placed an order this morning for some light bulbs for my dining room and Amazon was like do you want them to arrive tomorrow or do you want them to arrive by 10 p.m tonight and I was like absolutely (laughs) I want them here today and it's so easy to kind of slip into that whole you know, everything, literally the entire world, thanks to the internet, is at your fingertips. And it's almost like you expect um, the way that you live your life and the things you want to have in your life and achieve in your life to be as easy as those instant orders that we can place. And that, you know, a lot of things can
1: have life, but a lot of things also, like you said, beauty isn't in the process. And I think if we woke up tomorrow and every single goal and every single thing and desire we ever wanted, we had... We wouldn't, I don't think we'd have the same fulfillment. We wouldn't have that same sort of, you know, the uh, enjoyment of it because we didn't actually go through a process and it didn't actually feel good to us. And I don't mean we need to struggle to get what we want by any means, but I think there is a nice way that the practice works into that and how it can be way more enjoyable when you come through it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I read something the other day, which was like, it was a statistic around the how quickly lottery winners tend to lose all of the money or spend all of the money that they gain. And it was just an insane proportion of people like this really, really high percentage of whoever won the lottery like millions and millions of pounds but because it was so instant it's almost like you weren't ready to receive all of that money so you you don't have any habits that have been formed along the way in how to manage the person that you are when you have all of that money you're still that person that's kind of maybe scrabbling around maybe a bit disorganized maybe not quite sure where your funds are going or just kind of spend your money as it comes and it was just so it was quite sad to see how quickly this massive life-changing amount can just kind of dissipate.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes into money mindset as well, is the idea that if someone's blueprint is a completely different amount to say what they win in the lottery, they feel like unsafe around that amount. So they what they want to get back. And obviously that can sometimes get back be worse than they started off. So yeah, I mean, that there's so much. I completely I fully agree with you it's, um it's definitely something that we don't necessarily see consciously but there's so much subconscious layer to that
0: so when it comes to like daily practices or those little power-ups that you were talking about um how how do they help support your mindset particularly with the aspect of business but I mean we all know that business and personal are quite intrinsically linked but from your experience in teaching this kind of thing, what are the what are some of the differences that you tend to see in the people who do start these daily practices?
1: Mm, it's such a good question because you don't actually notice it at first. And it's not until you start to take them away that you will not- notice them again. Um, scripting is a very powerful manifestation practice that I use. And there'll be times when life gets busy, I'll fall off the sort of the habit of it. And it would only take me a few days to realise that I have fallen out of the habit because I'll start seeing massive results in my life being negative as opposed to positive. And it's, things like that. it's more when you get taken away or you forget them or, you know, you fall off. I think that's where the issue kind of lies is that we don't necessarily know what we don't know. So if someone's not even aware of like power of practice and they're not doing anything like that in their life, then they're kind of living to a certain level when there's so much more they can they can experience and have. So I think it's definitely what added and taken away that when, when you notice it. Um but my clients, they do say like, okay, I did it and it's happened things are clear and now I'm starting to be like okay these need to be as much of a standard as you know cleaning your teeth or dinner.
0: Yeah that's that's really interesting that it's one of those things that you notice more or you notice the impact or miss the impact when it's no longer there and I think that that could be why it feels so tricky to start doing these daily practices because I guess like with anything it actually does take time to change the way that you are and change your habits that you've built up over the last however many years and you see it everywhere you see it with money you see it with weight loss and fitness you see it within business and it's often easier to kind of stick with your it often feels easier to stick with how you've always done things and it's almost like you always go back to that because it takes a while to see the impact that these daily practices can have.
1: Yeah, it's because your mind likes to revert back to what it knows, right? It knows it seems it's, it's safe. It's you know, it's what you've always done. You, you know, why wouldn't you do it in any other way? Obviously, when you're trying to shift, you're know, trying to up level your life and, you know, make progress. Uh, kind of going it's about bad directional subconscious mind a lot of it and then it then starts to be more of a natural norm for you you know the reason why some people can rent or why some people always don't hit their rent and honestly, that comes there's a lot that comes into that you know their upbringing, their privileges their you know whatever there's a lot that come into that but because that's what they've always known that's what always seems the case for them until they start to change that and there's lots of different ways of you know that you can do that, but uh, you know, I was always just enough. If that makes sense, you know, just make just enough money wise or whatever to to live. And then I had to completely create a new normal for it to be different.
0: Yeah, I absolutely understand that, and I think that many people can probably relate to that feeling where it's like you're just making enough. And I think part of it is the world that we live in, where it's very much paycheck to paycheck. But also, there's a huge thing in there where you live to your means and you don't, you kind of stretch and you kind of flex to the money that you have coming in. So if you have extra money coming in, it's really easy to find places for that to go. And then if that becomes your new normal and your new consistent, like it's quite easy to find things for that and justify them and make, sh- make them feel like
1: they've always been there. Yeah, definitely. And it's the same way as you, cause you can, you can up level, you can use those same principles to create a you know, better result in life. It's just about, that's why I always say when someone comes on like X amount of month, I'm like, great, let's break that down. How are you going to spend it? How are you going to save it? How are you going to distribute it? What are you going to invest? You know, it's about knowing that new normal to then get to that new normal.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I'd love to talk a bit about how to build these in a sustainable way, because saying that you're going to start this new daily practice or this new weekly practice or whatever it is that you want to do, and even if it's something something that really means the world to you and it's something that you've really wanted to change, it can be really hard to stay consistent at it, particularly like as we were saying that sometimes you don't realize the impact it has until it's no longer there. So what kind of ways can we implement these new practices, but make it a sustainable
1: habit to build? Mm, I would say you need to, there's a couple of things. First of all, make the next habit so easy that it doesn't feel any resistance to it. It's the resistance that causes it to be unsustainable. So for example, if I was to say, do you just do one star, that seems quite accessible because you could, you, you know, you could do it, and that would be done. Or you can write one word just each day. You know, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. Just write one word. If that's something that feels easy and accessible to you and doable, then that's going to be something that feels like an actual step part of your habit and your routine. Whereas if you write, I need to write five hundred words, I need to do five star jumps, or you know, whatever it may be. These are just random examples that can take me. Um, but you know, whatever the habit is, um you've got, you've got to make it so easily accessible. That there's no resistance towards it. and then you can build on that to make it like the new. um but I'd say do that and the other thing I'd say is to write down your existing routine you know you don't want to change the whole routine overnight so write down your existing routine and think okay what's the thing that I want to implement here you know do you want to implement affirmations or mind food or journaling okay how can you blend that into your existing routine routine can you listen to you know some people that listen to membership whilst they're getting ready or they whilst the coffee's you know brewing you need to make it so easy to you that there's no resistance to it's always a resistance and if something's not working reduce the the amount of thing and then build up to it
0: brilliant I absolutely love that I think that resistance absolutely is the key to it and I think when you look back and reflect on any habits you've tried to do before Oftentimes it will be that you're trying to bite off more than you can chew, or you're trying to change too much at once, or it just isn't being built into your life in a sustainable way. You're trying to change everything and then nothing.